Welcome to the Let's Get Entrepreneurial podcast, your go-to resource for navigating the world of entrepreneurship. Today, we embark on a journey to explore the hidden gems within specialized segments of markets. In these niche markets, entrepreneurs find unique opportunities for growth and differentiation. Join us as we unravel the issues of identifying profitable niche markets, tailoring offerings to meet specific needs, and discovering how targeting these focused audiences can lead to success and customer loyalty. The Let's Get Entrepreneurial podcast is your ultimate launchpad for igniting ideas and skyrocketing your entrepreneurial dreams. Tune in, buckle up, and let's unleash the entrepreneurial spirit within. Your two hosts will be Professor Gary Palin and serial entrepreneur Ryan Budden. Hello, Professor Palin. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastically. We've got together to discuss kind of a cool topic today of niche markets. This comes up a lot in our day-to-day -day conversations, and it's something we both enjoy talking about quite a lot. From the startup perspective, when I'm looking at opportunity identification, I tend to gravitate personally towards niche markets. A quick definition of a niche market, so everybody knows exactly what we're talking about. A niche market refers to a specialized segment of a larger market where products, services, or offerings cater to specific needs, preferences, or interests of a particular group of customers. In layman's terms, it's the smaller segment of a big market that's really specific. So it has an exact customer that it's looking for. Does that sound about right? Definitely. And one of the reasons I like it from a startup perspective is you can hone and become more specialized and deliver a higher rate of satisfaction of deliverable to a target market. Where the larger companies tend to be on a broader scale and not going as deep with that deliverable. You're really targeting a pain point or, or whatever that niche's priorities are, instead of having to spend the marketing and attention dollars on a much broader segment of people. Very often, the larger companies are not interested in the smaller niche plays because there's not a volume of profit margin associated to generate what they need on a return on investment, specifically if it's publicly traded, which then goes into Wall Street assessing and the stock value, which is what the C-suite really cares about. Right. They have a fiduciary obligation to care about that. Yeah, definitely. Whereas when you're looking from a startup or an existing entrepreneurial venture, it's something that can have reduced competition. It's a higher possibility or probability of having brand differentiation where you can have specialized solutions. I often find it's a really cool way to bring customer loyalty as well. By targeting these niche markets, typically your customers are people that really care about whatever it is. And because of that high specialization with the customer loyalty, very often those loyal customers are willing to pay for that specialty. So therefore the margins are higher. Exactly. I've got a couple quick examples here of niche markets, organic and sustainable food products, vegan and plant-based food, pet accessories for specific breeds of pets, fitness wear for plus size individuals. I think people are getting what we're talking about. And even from companies that are very well known that started off in niche markets that have exploded, like Airbnb being one. Yeah, that's a good example. Because they disrupted the hospitality industry. Now it's grown into a major company. Right. Now it's synonymous with travel. It's not just people that were looking for that couch surfing experience, which I feel like was maybe one of their original target markets, that niche that they were going after. GoPro is another one. 
Yeah. They were a camera that had specific needs. Now everybody feels like they need a GoPro because their life can be as cool as one of those GoPro athletes. <laughs> yeah. And when you start off at the beginning, when they're looking at the niche, they're just looking for action-oriented individuals that want to provide a realization of showing their friends really what it was like to be on that surfboard, for example. Yeah. The surf wave. That was the original GoPro market. You stand in the water and not ruin your camera. And now it's just expanded to there's everything you put in GoPros on your dogs. Exactly. <laughs> but it just shows you the potential for growth is still there if you're going after a niche play. They sort of educated the market that this niche was something everybody could use. But I do see a lot of entrepreneurs not taking that same route, but starting off with a niche. And once they're successful in that niche, either incorporating other niches or then expanding to the larger market that precedes that niche. Another advantage from an entrepreneur's perspective is if the niche shifts, you're more flexible and adaptable as an entrepreneur to move along with the niche where a larger company would have a hard time with that. Yeah, that's a good perspective, actually. The adaptability is key. Also, when you're in a niche market, the deep level understanding that you're able to achieve can really help inform product development. Whereas if you're targeting a much larger market, oftentimes your audience wants slightly different things. The product can't necessarily get pulled in one direction or the other because it has to be appealing to more people. And that allows the business to be more resilient. At the onset, it's actually easier, typically easier for market penetration. There we go. I would really agree with that. There's all types of reasons I highly encourage entrepreneurs to look at niche markets, and it's my go-to default. Yeah. I often find myself talking to people that have a, a business plan or an early stage business about the market they're talking about. They're trying to penetrate and doing an analysis to find the niches inside that market and see if the product or service they're developing actually is a better fit in that niche before they then target an entire market. That's one of the mistakes I see my students making is they'll come in with this major idea trying to sell to everyone. And I always ask them why? And they never have a good answer for why. Of course. And if they did, they should be starting the business. Definitely. That niche focus allows them to be more fine-tuned. And you also access to greater marketing research when you're going to a narrower perspective. If I want to identify the left-handed dentist in the United States, I can fairly easily quantify how many there are. Right. Or at least use basic assumptions to get very close. For example, I believe there's 10% of the people are left-handed. Off the top of my head, I think there's a couple hundred thousand dentists in the United States. It's easily determined by just doing the math. Research and target market analysis, you tend to be able to much more readily access those. And with a higher degree of accuracy. Oftentimes, market research can really give results back to you and make it not necessarily the most clear picture of decisions that should be made inside of a business. But with a niche, it should be a little bit easier. And also the competitive analysis is easier. Sure. Who's doing what? How are they doing it well? And how are they not doing it so well? Very often when we talk about people's pain points and pursuing their passions, they tend to have a personal network within that niche, which makes it more readily penetrating within the niche because of their personal network. Sure. A referral or a review or something like that could go a lot farther for you. 
So I think in terms of minimum viable product, testing and validating ideas with that niche tends to be a more seamless path. Absolutely. You need that first person to buy into your product or service. And I think in terms of industry trends, it's easier to follow the industry trends. If you're going to trade shows, they're more specialized. You can hone in on which ones you should attend. There's so many benefits to going with a niche. Whereas if you're going into a major market initially, it can be truly overwhelming. It can. And there's a time and a place for that. A lot of that has to do with how quickly you can scale a team up and the number of dollars that you can put towards marketing and education. Are there any negative sides to pursuing a niche? I think the only negative is it can be smaller, right? By definition, a niche market is a smaller addressable audience than the market in itself. Yeah. And if you want to expand very often, you have to look at segmentations to go after another segment. And there's some problems associated with that. Sometimes it's almost as difficult to start a new business. Right. If you've branded yourself successfully in a niche, having to leave that niche or go to the broader market, people can have a preconceived notion of the services that you're already providing and not look at what's new that you're offering. Yeah, that reminds me too, you have to be very careful with name selection because of that, because you could box yourself in. Right. If you're in the vegan dog food category and name yourself something very specific to do with vegan dog food, it might be then very difficult to then mass market dog food or go away from vegan into whole foods or whatever it is. One of the dangers though is the market volatility. If there is a major downturn or a problem associated with the market, the niche that you're in, that can be very difficult in balancing the sustainability of the company. Sure. That could be another big pitfall. Expertise in the niches can sometimes be difficult to access. So you may have to pay more for expertise. Absolutely. So any other major factors you're seeing with niches? I'm a proponent of niches, you know, all the way from Tesla to the Dollar Shave Club. There's great examples of companies that have been successful with niches that have expanded dramatically? Well, I would just say it's all based on research. Sometimes these niche markets are difficult to penetrate, are difficult to get a deep enough understanding to address the topics. Making sure that you're doing enough research to be an insider inside of that niche is really key to the success. Well, it sounds like a game plan. Perfect. It was great talking today. You too. As we wrap up another episode of the Let's Get Entrepreneurial podcast, we extend our gratitude for your presence and attention. Your dedication to the entrepreneurial spirit fuels our passion for creating this podcast. Check out profspirit.com to discover resources and courses designed specifically for innovators like you. Stay on the cutting edge by following us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and other platforms as it is released. Until then, keep the entrepreneurial flame burning.